Welcome back to Problem Solver Politics. I am your host, Cardinalis, with Cody the Oracle. Hey, everybody. And today it looks like Chris Hayes has gotten in some hot water because he dared speak about Joe Biden. It's really interesting. This situation with Joe Biden has been handled with, as you said, Cody, some insane kid gloves. So we're going to dive in and actually see what is going on and what it means. Cody, enlighten us, please. Um, well, I guess... I guess we'll start from the beginning, right? Or, yeah. No, not from the beginning. We'll start from the most recent thing. So what happened is around yesterday evening, I believe, or throughout the afternoon yesterday, I believe it was actually, Chris Hayes did a series of segments talking about the terror read allegations against Joe Biden, which um, I guess to sum up for those of you guys who are He dared to cover the news. <laughs> well, yeah, well, these allegations have been around for a while. Uh, over the last two or three weeks, a series of revelations, but there was a couple things that previously had been unconfirmed that were confirmed about the allegations. So they're heating up, so to speak. Uh, I've read all kinds of just, and I think this is a good example, just to get into how the media has been dealing with this Joe Biden accusation. This is a now deleted tweet by the New York Times. New York Times actually had to apologize for issuing the tweet and deleting it. And I love this. So this is a tweet going back to April 12th. And they wrote a the investigation talking about Joe Biden. This is actually before, mind you, before some of the other... Um, confirmations have came out check this out said no other allegation about sexual assault surfaced in the course of our reporting nor did any former biden staff corroborate reed's allegations we found no pattern of sexual misconduct by biden comma beyond hugs kisses and touching that woman previously said made them uncomfortable i would describe a pattern of hugging touching and kissing women in ways that make them feel uncomfortable as you know something but anyway as you'll notice new york times actually had to come down and apologize that we deleted the tweet in a thread that had some imprecise language that has been changed in the story imprecise but i mean people have been using imprecise language to cover for biden it's been seeming in the media yeah. for a while so anyway and that, that kind of freaks me out though yeah. that a political party can literally just pressure a news organization to say you need to change like that's the paper of record but, the, but so you need to change the record no one's it's like, like a pressure to do anything and by the way they deleted the tweet covering for him but no one's like pressured to do anything a lot uh, of the a lot of the stuff no one's pressured to do anything it's just they want access okay this is that easy they just somebody looks at that and goes no way man that way but that that was different that was because so much public outcry of people saying this is a nonsense crap thing to publish it's ridiculous we yeah. found no pattern besides what you could describe as a pattern. The pattern, like, yeah. Like, what is this? It's because there, so anyway, that's just to get to today. So Chris Hayes had a th segment, and I think this is a this is a snippet here from the Hill, I believe. We'll go through. So MSNBC host Chris Hayes sparked backlash from the left when he became the first primetime host on the network to cover a former aide sexual assault allegations against presumptive Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden with the hashtag Fire Chris Hayes trending on Twitter. Now I looked into this. Never was like a top ten trend, and like most trends on Twitter. Like this, a majority of the tweets I saw were, why is everyone so mad at Chris Hayes? I thought he did yeah. a good job. Hashtag, Hashtag fire Chris, Chris Hayes. Yeah. That's normally how this went. But Chris Hayes was definitely a hot button issue being discussed all day for this. Um, the all-in host welcomed New York Magazine's Rebecca Traister, I believe, to his program Wednesday night after she penned an essay titled The Biden Trap that critical of the former vice president for not addressing Tara Reid's allegations in any interviews thereby leaving Democratic women supporting his candidacy to answer questions about the allegations for him. That's just a very good point. I mean, they mentioned, I believe, here that whatever woman he tabs as his VP is basically, okay, cool, you have to go out there and fight these Joe Bidens and sexist allegations for me. You're my shield against this. Interesting point with, with this. Um, but the other reason I wanted to bring up the fact that, yeah, it is true, Joe Biden is really, he's, I'm not saying he's not addressed it at all, but realistically, for the most part, he stayed away from kind of 
uncontrolled questions, and he just categorically denied it otherwise. But what is interesting there, him not doing interviews and only discussing this, one of his probably, I would say now more infamous supporters yeah. in the wake of all this, Alyssa Milano, because of course she did stand in the Me Too, or she wrote an op-ed in the deadline, in the deadline, in deadline, she wrote an op-ed. But in the op-ed, what I, want, what I meant to say, is she mentions near the bottom what her advice to Joe Biden would be, hypothetically, if he ever asked. And mm. she would say that she would advise him to face the allegations head on, answer every question, and admit any rant, wrongdoing and be, to be the example for all men who face these kind of accusations whether founded or not. And again, worth noting, that is not at all what's happened from Joe Biden at all. He's done the opposite. And we've seen now this is just one individual. But to get back to the idea of the fire Chris Hayes trending on Twitter, it was mostly tweets like this that we saw. This is from the Palmer Report. Who's wow. a verified Twitter account. He does new stuff. 100,000 followers. Kind of tweets like this. So what gets stuff trending? I would imagine if you look at the, I want to I want to go through. I want to go through the thread a little bit more. Apologize. And look at kind of. What exactly people were saying. Now, there is people that have some interesting views of MSNBC and Chris Hayes. Check some of this stuff out. So, anyway, he went, he went on and said, Hey, Chris Hayes, you ran such a dishonest story about Joe Biden tonight. Hashtag fire Chris Hayes is starting to trend. Let's say we make it a trend all the way. Hayes needs to retract the story or go do something else for a living. Oh, before we go through the yeah. thread, there's one more thing I want to I want to show you guys. MSNBC has, as recently as two months ago, had one of their hosts ran off the air. I mean, Chris Matthews. And yeah, this, this seems like ancient news, but this, resignation. Yeah, yeah. This was very, <laughs> you know, in in C virus times or years. You know what I'm saying? This seems like eons ago, but this was actually fairly recent and getting was, March. Yeah, was was pretty ignominious. Sorry, continue. I just was commenting on that it was a, a, a lot more recent and and very strange too. How it was like. It was almost like a hostage video. He was allowed to apologize on air, but only in a way that was an apology that was like pre-scripted, you know, like as though the censors bureau had read it first. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then he apologized on air, but then was replaced immediately after the commercial break by another host. Yeah, it was it was pretty ignominious. What's, so. in, what's interesting, though, is why? Why? Oh, why'd that happen? Allegations against him of uh, misconduct with a female colleague. That was in part. But do you yeah. know what really kind of served as the impetus? What really kicked him off the network? What really, that last thing he apologized for? Well, the official for story is before, the allegations, well, not even, not even. he just, dared cross. But just the last thing yeah. he did before they were like, okay, it's we've had enough of you, we're done. Because they mentioned in here, one, he apologized for comparing, he had to apologize for comparing Senator Bernie Sanders' victory in the Nevada Democratic caucuses to the Nazis' invasion of France. He went on a bit of a rant, which I believe newscasts have the right to do, but... Apparently, CNN, MSNBC was not having it. He went on yeah. a big rant, though. Well, and the irony, too, of all of this, that's one of the most ridiculously, I don't say hilarious, but ironic nights to look back on in the primary. That glorious evening in Nevada where it looked like Bernie's, well, glorious for Bernie, right? Yeah. He thought he was going to win. Chris Matthews basically lost his job losing his mind over the prospect of Bernie Sanders winning yeah. Nevada, which, by the way, in the grand scheme of the primary, what did that turn out to? But that was kind of one of the last things before he eventually did get run off. They didn't want to mention he had an interview with Elizabeth Warren, which honestly, I thought the Elizabeth Warren interview wasn't a very big deal at all. But then the bigger thing they get to, uh, do they have it on here, was that there was 
some allegations over the years of just things he had done to make women feel uncomfortable. Um, kind of just various interactions here and there. Yeah. Tell you what, kind of like a pattern, kind of like Joe Biden, yeah. which the New York Times wouldn't be. But anyway, the only reason I wanted to bring that up is because it is really interesting to get back to this idea of firing, fire Chris Hayes covering for tr- for covering the allegations. Like, the notion that these are something that can't even be discussed. Now, I do want to mention one thing in defense of the media, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think you brought this up to me earlier. Tara Reid has said, part of the reason why you haven't seen her all over the place doing a bunch of interviews, she's staying away from, like, the the Rachel Maddows, the Sean Hannity's, the kind of, like, just more partisan commentary shows. And she's yeah. trying to find some more hardline straight news people. She thinks she's yeah. bipartisan. But just things where it's like, oh, if she goes on Hannity and says, Joe Biden's a rapist, like, okay, yeah, I, people are going to believe you, right? But she wants to yeah. find something... But still, it's interesting to see that, one, those avenues do seem to be not there for her. And then when Chris Hayes, someone who is more straight news as far as what his show is, you know, the mission statement of his show is, dares to cover it objectively and not run cover for Joe Biden like New York Times did. And people are coming for his head. And this gets back to something I've been noticing time and time again with this Joe Biden campaign. If Joe... If Joe Biden can't withstand any controversy at all, if, if any if any roadblock whatsoever is going to derail Biden 2020, he should have never gotten this far. Like, yeah. how are you going to run for president? Remember the allegations against both Hillary and Donald Trump? Remember the things those people were accused of? Both of them were supposed to be in jail, from what I remember. If your campaign can't withstand these controversies, it's, it's like, what do you do? What are you as a candidate running? I I don't want to get off topic yeah. too much, but just a quick notion of people saying third parties could pull from Biden. Why can't Biden compete with these people? He's that yeah. bad of a candidate where he can't even compete where he's like, well, any voter would vote for it. If we give any voter an option other than me for Trump, the people who don't want to vote for Trump will surely choose them because Joe Biden's yeah. so undesirable. It, it just I'm not saying all that, but the way the media is treating this of you can't even objectively all he said. All Chris Hayes talks about in this piece, too. And it's, it's literally just reporting the facts yes, of what allegations yes. exist. And, and just the fact that they've yeah. been ramping up. The biggest thing that came out recently was in the original podcast when Tara Reid had her recent wave of big allegations, she mentioned her mother actually called into Larry King yeah. and talked about it. That was not found. People said, sounds like a lie. All of a sudden, that tape resurfaced. It's worth noting, hey, there's things being verified here that claims that were like, wait a minute, that wasn't a lie. That wasn't a lie. I, honestly, I'm not saying I believe anyone on this yet, but... It is interesting how it's like, you can't even talk about it. Chris Hayes just tries to talk about it. They want to run him off well, the network. Well, it's a huge indictment also of, of simply, you know, we, we like calling it the mainstream media. I, I prefer to call it the broadcast media, those that have the FCC licenses, you know, ABC, CBS, NBC, so on and so forth. Um, it's a huge indictment on the mainstream media because there is no excuse not to be covering this right now. Everybody's at home watching streaming content, looking for news. They want news other than the C virus. Okay, so there's a huge market for it right now. It's not like it's busy and we're in the middle of World War III. Okay, there's there's nothing going on. It's a slow news day except for the one topic that we're talking about. Okay, and when Brett Kavanaugh was going through this, there was there was like literally every news channel out there. Okay, covering at least even just the basics of the allegations. Okay, they're on the steps of the Capitol. They're on the steps of the courthouse. They're everywhere following Brett Kavanaugh. But now 
There's no one calling. Tara Reid herself said, she says, quote, I've been trying to just kind of wait to get someone in the middle. She turned down a, 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 she turned down a Fox News interview with Hannity because she said, quote, I don't want to be pigeonholed as a progressive. I don't want to be pigeonholed as a Trump supporter. Okay, so she's waiting for these middle, more reputable broadcast media outlets to call her. I assume like the NBCs, the CB, uh, uh, CBSs and the ABCs, but they're not calling her. Why? Because why would we, why would we, we're, we're independent news, but we never speak evil of allegations of assault against Democrats. Like Alyssa Milano is just a more outspoken version of CBS, NBC, and ABC. And it really makes you wonder, like, who can you really trust now? New York Times is running cover for them. You know what I'm saying? ABC, CBS, and NBC, by neglecting their duty to actually cover this, are running cover for him. And now a very straight panned, like if you didn't know it was Chris Hayes and you were just listening to a podcast of what Chris Hayes said, you'd think it was just a local reporter, you know, or or even an, a personable intern at the local college station that was a broadcast journalism major, you know what I'm saying, was, was simply reporting the facts as best he knew it. That's it. I mean, I was actually surprised at how much of the usual snark you get on NBC wasn't present during uh, during that interview and the fact that he's gotten lambasted the way he did that Chris Matthews has gotten lambasted the way he did I don't know I I don't know where can you go to get even decent news anymore I, I really don't know I think you can only go to online venues of independent uh, independent reporters and journalists and that's why they're getting censored so hardly by YouTube I, don't, I mean I don't this is a perfect microcosm would, would, that represents the macrocosm. I don't, I don't think it's that so much. I think I, I just think there's a lot of people who do want Joe Biden to win and have low confidence in him. I think it just speaks to the ridiculously low confidence in Joe Biden from Biden supporters. Where it's like, it, it's like not only are these stories not true, you can't talk about them. Like yeah. any Joe Biden controversy cannot be discussed because Joe Biden can't win. Joe Biden's not, and, and, and I just think it's, if you feel that way, if you support Joe Biden, yeah. but you're like, yeah, you can't talk about like anything with this kid. You can't talk about anything with allegations. You can't talk about, don't ask about those Senate records. He donated to Delaware so nobody could yeah. read them. Don't look at those. Then it's like, why? What is what scandal can Joe Biden stand up to? Apparently none of them. Apparently not. But apparently you got to fire somebody for daring yeah. to mention there is allegations against Joe Biden. No, it, it there just is makes other, him look weak because everybody's is. running cover for it. I him. just want to mention though, there is networks that are covering this. The bigger thing is, I would say we're not seeing Tara Reid brought on to be interviewed. People are discussing it a little bit, but Chris Matthews or Chris Hayes became. I wonder if Chris Matthews would have talked about this, but Chris Hayes definitely is the first MSNBC anchor to just uncritically look at it and just or critically unbiased just look at it and go okay what's going on yeah. who, who's, who's saying what and things are heating up but yeah it's it's interesting man that if this is what people think of joe biden that he's done nothing wrong in his life which like yeah. everyone but like this thought that joe biden's perfect and you can't even talk about things that are bad about him because no way can't be true I don't know, man. Joe Biden is an interesting character. I guarantee you there's some interesting stuff in his past. And I also think if he's running for president, worthy of discussion. Yeah, exactly. And and for me, this is weird. And it's a frustrating time because I remember when I was a kid and I was first learning about journalism. We were talking about it in my sixth grade class. And I was actually looking into going into it while I was in seventh and eighth and ninth grade and doing, you know, my my what would be the equivalent nowadays of internships and so on and so forth. The attitude of these journalists was so much different 
at all these outlets. You know, I, I sat down with LA Times guys, local newspaper guys, TV people. You know, we're in a suburb of Los Angeles, so there's all kinds of broadcast journalism and entertainment people on every street corner. And and you'd meet with these people, whether it was for my Boy Scout merit badge or whether it was for, you know, a, a, a high school project. You'd meet with these people and man, they were just aggressive and they loved, quote, speaking truth to power. You know, and, and, and they all wanted to be the next... Washington Post guys that exploded the Watergate scandal, right? And they were going after all of them, man. If you had a D or an R or an I behind your name, man, they were hunting you like like you were, uh, I don't know, some great movie where there was some kind of, you know, animal that needed to get hunted. And, and that has totally changed now. They only hunt one thing. They hunt a handful of celebrities that are hot messes and Republicans. Because everything else is off limits. Off limits by this strange, unwritten law of we don't speak ill of Democrats and we don't speak ill of really anything within our arm's reach of them that could reflect on them. Which takes out like two-thirds of what you're allowed to talk about. And it's ruined comedy. It's ruined reporting. And it's really ruined our ability to actually record facts and events as they happen. Like... I, I don't trust New York Times articles now, and I know that I'm not the only one, and it's not because of some politically motivated thing. It's because you know that they change facts to please political entities or special interest groups, and so now my children, looking back, they're going to be like, uh, Dad, so did it really happen this way, or was that just like a New York Times article? You know, uh, There will be lasting impacts on this. And we need to be able to glean from our past in order to successfully predict the future. And if we have nothing but a pro-Democrat record on the paper of record and a pro-Democrat record in our broadcast journalism and so on and so forth, we, we are hamstringing humanity and its ability to progress. Because, you know, these kind of allegations from people in power need to be done away with. Like interns need to be able to feel like they can safely work in an environment on Capitol Hill. Okay? And if only those that work for Republicans ever feel like they will be protected by the media, then you're going to see a, a, a drastic a, a drastic decrease in the confidence of the institution, and you need that institutional confidence. So anyway, um, let us know what you guys think in the comments below, okay? Um, if we're wrong, if you think it's right that Chris Hayes has been getting this kind of flack, or if you support him, please let's keep the conversation going. If you contribute to the channel, uh, if you want to contribute to the channel, make sure you check out problemsoverpolitics.com. we got a PayPal link in the description. And also, you can join the channel. It's an inexpensive way to keep this content coming. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter at PSP Radio 1. This is Problem Solver Politics. We'll see you guys in the next video.